Pasuk Yud Gimel. Pasuk Yud Gimel. Vayal me'olav elekim b'mokem asher diber itoi. Vayal me'olav elekim. This we spoke about last week, that you have to compare this parsha to a similar one that was said to Avram in the end of Lech Lecha. And there it also says, this is in Parakizayin Alam, the Pasuk. Chof Beis, Vayichal Ladaber Itoi, Vayal Elohim Me'al Avraham. Vayal Elohim Me'al Avraham. And there, there we know why it says Vayal Elohim Me'al Avraham, because the Pasuk says, Vayipol Avraham Alponov. Vayipol Avraham Alponov. So the implication is that here too, here too, Yaakov was on the floor. Okay, why does it say so in this passage? I don't know. On this Vayame Olav Alekim, we spoke last week why he fell. Why did Avraham fall there and why did Yaakov fall here? On these Tzukim, Vayame Olav Alekim, here and by Avraham, and by Vihine Hashem Nitzav Olav, and those deep Tzukim, Roshlak Shez Ha'avis Hein Hein Hamakovah. And that Nitz of Olav at the beginning of Ayatzi, Vinashem Nitz of Olav, according to one reading, is Nitz of Olav on Yaakov. And that is connected to this Pasha too, as we shall soon see. And Rishlaki says, all these Avas Hainan are Makova, that the Avas are like the Makova Tashem, that means they're, they're like a chariot, because they're like animals that bear the, the chariot <coughs> that's on top of them. So when we have these Psukim, the Barashem being on top of the Avas, that's like, that's using a. Um, Imagery of the Avis as if they're bearing Hashem on their backs. That's what Havas Hainan Makava means. What it really means, you can figure that out. Okay, so Bamokam Hashadibir Itoi. Bamokam Hashadibir Itoi. So, what's the stress of the fact that he, Hashem ascended in that place? So, firstly, firstly, it says in this Pasuk and the next one, and the one after that, that this, play, that this is a place that's special. Special for Dibor. It's a place where Hashem speaks to him. So, this is similar to the Pasuk in Hesheya, Perakid Beis, Pasuk Hay, where the Malach says, Beis El Yimtsa'enu Vishom Yedaber Imanu. The Malach said, according to the Chazal, read it, the Malach said to Yaakov, who was asking for a bracha, wait till we get to Beis El. And that's what it said in Perakid. Lam Beis in the story of Yaakov and Penuel. It's a Be'yivarach. I say Shom, Shom is Beisel. So the Malach tells Yaakov is Hashem Yud Beis Hey Shom Yidaberi Imanu. That's where Hashem will speak to us. So Yaakov is looking for the Dibur of Hashem. This is the place. This is the right place for it. That's why he keeps on saying, "Amokam Hashem Dibur Yitay Shom." This now he found. He finally found that place which we spoke about. It's called Mokam Stam. It's called Shom Stam, right? So here you have the Mokam Hashem Dibur Yitay. It's that Mokam which is. Which is um, special for, for Dibur. Hence, Visham Yidabe Imam. And then the Pasuk Tesvav, Hamakam Asher Dibur Itesham. Okay. So it's the Makam, the Makam, the place, the Stam place where one has to arrive, one has to get to. And here we learn that it's the place where Hashem speaks to, speaks to Yaakov, the place where Hashem to speak. Now, so here it says, By Avram it says, it doesn't say it was in the place where he spoke to him. Here it just says, 
So clearly over here, the point is that the Pasuk is, is, is noting, indicating that there's a Hashibas to the Makkah. Because Yaakov is, go, go, is about to do something to mark that specific spot. He's going to make a Matzeva on that very spot. Why? Because the fact that Hashem was Eulah in that spot means that it's base ale. It's not just that he happened to find him here and speak to him here. That's the spot that Hashem ascends from. So this is like getting back to the beginning of Ayetze. There's, there's the Sulam, Butzav Atzav, Rosh And that's where Malach Ayelohim are Eulim V'yardim. So that's, that there's Aliyah in a specific place. They go up to Shemaim in that place. That means that place is Beisel. Similarly over here, the fact that Elohim is Eulah in that place means that this is like the house of the, the place of Hashem. So, it's very obvious why the Pasuk says this. And Rashi's question, Rashi says, any is really not moving at all. The Gurai also asks, it doesn't understand what Rashi wants. Of course, the Pasuk is saying that the Mokim is Gairim for this. It wasn't the Dibur. Every time there's a Dibur and, and Hashem is, even, even by Avram, where there was a Dibur and it says that Hashem is Eulah, it doesn't say where he was Eulah in that Mokim because there's no Hashivas in the fact that Dibur wasn't that Mokim. Here it's stressing that it's a place of Dibur and it wasn't just a happen, happened to be a place with Dibur, it was a place of Dibur because that's where Hashem is Eulah from. That's where he is, that's where he's Nimtza, and that's why it deserves to be designated as a Mokim Kaddish and to be called Beisel. It's the place of Hashem. So, Pasha. So, why Maybe did you only talk to Yaakov in Basel, not, okay. not Avram? So, or Yitzchak? It's a good question. We'll get that in a minute. We'll get that in a minute. I think he did talk to Yaakov in Basel. We'll get that in a minute. He also called, right? Achen Yeshu Lakim Mokam Hazev and Echel Erdati. Right, so what? Same, but Mokam Hazev. Right. It's a special place. Right, right, right. He's right. recognizing that then. Right. So, there's a passage in Amos, Perek Zayin. Amos, Perek Zayin, Pasikud Gimel. So, Omois was saying Nevua in Basel. And Amatsya, the coin of Basel. Sent a message to Yeruvim, the king of Israel. Not, not, not the Yeruvim Benevat, the later one. Saying that Omois is saying, um, is rebelling against you because he's, he's, he's prophesying that you're going to die. And Kalei says, I'm going to go to Golis. So in Perek Zion, Pasuk Yud Beis, Amatzi says to Amis, go off to Eretz Yehuda, eat bread there, and say Nevuah there. I don't know what the bread is. Ubeisel lois toisif oil dehinave. Don't say Nevuah and Beisel. Ki mikdash melachu ubeisam lachu. So Beisel is not a place for Nevuah. So there's, there's the, the I think the Menesha points out. He learns the Pasuk in Hashem differently, but there's a, at least an irony over here that Beisel is the place of Mamakam Ashadibito, Vishami Dabimor. That's the place where Hashem speaks, and then it was corrupted by the kings. Which is Hashem told Yaakov, "Molacha mechalat zecha yitzayu," which is the, which is the at least the the the, the um, possibility of Malchus from through Rachel, through Rachel, Malchus Yisrael instead of Malchus Yehuda. So that was what corrupted Basil and made them the Melech Lamaisa ended up corrupting it <laughs> and made that they don't understand that uh, there's an irony over here that Be- that Basil was where Hashem spoke to Yaakov and said, "This is Molachim." And those very kings say, oh, this is not a place for Nebuah. So that tells you that the kings turned Basil into Basavan, as, as, as Heshea and Amos and Micha always carry He's on. They're anti the kings and they're anti Basil. What? He's Kohen Basil. Right, right, the Kohen Basil. What does that mean? He can't possibly he be serves on this Mizbeach. No, of course not. Right, because the Mizbeachis, we'll see about the Mizbeachis, what Heshea says about the Mizbeachis and Basil is terrible. 
it's these misbeches, or at least they, the, the spiritual heirs of these misbeches, that were turned into oven, turned into avodah zara, and um, and then and then the malachim were corrupted, and they didn't recognize that the devarim belongs there. They would, they would they would think it doesn't belong there. Okay, so I realized something else. So we're talking about why why Avram didn't uh, did not speak to Avram. Basically, I think he did. Shocking statements is right after that, by the way. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing. 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 Right. Nothing. Okay. So, so I realized that the truth that I and I think I missed something. <coughs> I didn't realize at the time that really by Avram, there's also a stress about the Mokkim. So this is in Parakid Gimel Pasuk Gimel. We know in the beginning of Lech Lecha, it says Avram went from first he went to Mekayim Shechem, and then from there he went to the mountain east of Basil. Basil is on the west, I is on the east. And then again, in Perikid Gimel, Pasuk Gimel, it says, Vayelich l'masov minegev v'ad Basil, and the Mokim Shorosh v'matchilo. So here you have the Mokim. Ben Basil l'bein ay, el Mekayim ha-mezbeach. So he's between Basil and I. Now he's not in Basil, he's not an I. But we said Yaakov is also not in Basil. <coughs> Because you can't get into Basil, because it's a, it's a mm-hmm. secluded city. Hidden. It's a hidden city, thank you. It's a hidden city. So and there also it says he got to the Mokim, to the Mokim Amazbeach, okay? And then it says, again it says Hamokim, Hashem told him, It's which is exactly what was told to Yaakov at the beginning of Ayetze. Not exactly, but very similar enough that it even, it's more important that it's not exactly because there's still the similarity of That's what he was told in Basil in the Mokim. So I think Avram also had, Avram had two, two times where Hashem told Avram that he's going to give his Zerah the Aretz. One is Ben Basil Ben Ai, he talks about the Mokim and he uses these Lashonis Same thing happened to Yaakov in Basil. The second time by Avram was by the Prismila, and the second time by Avram, by Yaakov, was by the death of Rachel, which we spoke about last week. It was like the Prismila, it's a carbon approval. The death of the Minekes and the death of Rivka is, is parallels of Mila. So Mela, but the second time by Yaakov was in that <coughs> special place. So therefore the Pasuk, So Yaakov's second Dibur was in Basil, while Avram, only Avram's first was. Okay? I don't know why, I'm just saying that it's just a... Is there any connection to... Uh, so that's Pasukid Gimel. The point is that Yaakov was, was on the ground. Hashem is either from him. That place is a place for the Merkava, for him to be Noisei Elikim, because that is the place of Elikim. Since that's his place, it's space like it is in the beginning of Eitz, the place of the Malachim, or Elikim, to go to heaven. And, um, and that's why it says, and it's specifically it's a place of Dibor, like it says, Nashe'a B'Shom Yedabimonu. Why does he call him Yaakov if he's just called Yisrael? I don't know. Bechlal, what's how do we explain the, the switch the switches between Yaakov and Yisrael? I, I don't know. We'll see if we could figure that out. So Matseva marks a spot, and that very spot he put up a Matseva. Matseves oven. A Matseva of 
of, a sto of stone or of a stone. So I think it means of a stone because a matzeva is always made of stone as far as I know, as far as I can tell. So then here it would mean a matzeva made up of one stone, and that's what Radak says. And he says the contrast is because earlier Yaakov built a mizbeah, earlier yeah, in the parish, and that's made of avonim, right? So here it's saying it's a matzeva of oven. Note that the second matzeva that Yaakov built in Pazakov, there it doesn't say whether it, was, whether it was stone, whether it was one stone. So perhaps this one was one stone and that's many, or perhaps that wasn't made out of stone. I don't know the next matzeva, and that would explain why this one is stressing that it's oven. We know that Yaakov is busy with oven, with avonim, like we have in the beginning of Ayetze, he takes an oven, and the end of Ayetze, Yaakov takes an oven and he throws it as a matzeva. Both places of Yechon says that it was like a, a cork, it was a huge rack, and he did like cork, Yaakov has his koyach on avonim. Okay, again, so that's another reason, or at least another point that there's a stress on the matzeva being oven, because Yaakov has this, does something with avonim. Uh, yeah, okay, let's look at Hesheh Perak Yud for a minute. Let's see what Hesheh has to say about these mizbechas and matzevas that Yaakov is building. What are you saying the significance of the oven is? I don't know. I'm just, saying that Yaakov is I don't know. I was just pointing out that it fits in with that whole... Right, I don't know what this is. I was pointing out that we always find Yaakov is some, something with Avonim. He has a kayak over Avonim. Right. Mm -hmm. He has his power with Avonim. He, he, he does his... Right, he rolls off the Evan from the bear. He does... It's just, it's just pointing out that it's another Evan in the Yaakov story. So in other words, my point, with, my point with that is I don't understand it. I don't know what the significance is. My point is like this. When you learn the Pasuk, you say, why is the Pasuk talking about oven? Obviously, it's a Matzevah, right? So, so on one level, you have to figure out what the Pasuk is telling us. It's giving us some information that we wouldn't have known. So it obviously does mean that. So let's say it means one stone, or, or maybe it's telling us the material. Now, why is it significant? So it seems to me that the significance fits into that whole Yaakov. That, in order to understand this Pasuk properly, to see what the significance is, you have to see that it's part of the whole Yaakov and Avon relationship. So even though I, can't, I don't understand what that is, I still think it's important to point out. That's all I meant to say. Okay, so let's say Shea Perek Yud. See what he says about these Mizbechis and these Matzevis in Beisel. Remember that Beisel is called Beis Oven by the name. Shea Perek Yud. Geffen Boikek Yisrael. So either that means luxurious, fruitful, or it means a, 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 a Geffen that loses its fruits. But either way, I mean, the sense is the same in the Perek. This Pasuk, obviously, you have to know what it means. But Pri Yishavalei, he makes fruits for himself. The more fruits it has, here below Mizbechis. When there's a Rebu of Paris for himself, there's a Rebu of Mizbechis. When it's good for his Eretz, they make a lot of Matzevis. The heart is slippery. The guilty who yarf Mizbechis, he will smash, he will um, uh, shatter Mizbechis. He shoyed Matzevis. Okay, something against the Melech here, or against Kaiso's relationship with the Melech, instead of fearing Hashem, which is what Shmuel demanded from them. And then he talks about the Olis of Shov and the Eglis of Beis Oven, which is Beisel, and then there's Yogilu and Gola, which is a reference to Gilgal, as we discussed last year. And then you see in Pasikhes, Vishnishbudu Bamois Oven. That's again a reference to Beisa, which is called Beis Oven. The bombs will be destroyed. Chatas Yisrael, Koytudan, Yala, Amizbechais, Mamulaharm, Kasuna, they'll beg the mountains, cover us, and then the Gvoy, the hill should fall on them. Okay? So, so he talks about the period of Arivia, 
of Klai Yisrael. And he says, when they get that, they build Mizbechas. This is exactly what happened to Yaakov. <coughs> Yaakov was told, pray Ruvay, throw Kal Goyim. And he makes Mizbechas and Matzevas. And that's a bad thing in a Sheh. It's a bad thing. Because those Mizbechas and Matzevas turn into Avedizar. Okay. So he's saying, look, Yaakov gets his bracha prayer vey, and he takes it and he makes the mizbechis in, in Basel, which are going to have to be destroyed, the bombas have to be destroyed, and be covered with thorns. Okay, we'll get back to those psukim. It's a lot to talk about those psukim, I think. I think. Okay, let's go back to Pasukidal. So first of all, first of all, really it's on the first half of the Pasuk. Ibn Ezra and Ravon ben Rambam, and the Ramban agrees to this. He says, Vayatsev Yaakov Matsevo means he had already done that in the beginning of Vayetze. This is not a new Matsevo. Vayatsev Yaakov Matsevo, Yaakov had built a Matsevo there. And now, Vayatsev Yaakov Matsevo, Vayatsev Yaakov Matsevo. And that's new, but the Matsevo itself is not, is not new. Okay? But either way, the second half of the Pasuk, you should contrast this to the beginning of Vayetze. Vayetze is also a Yitzika. There's two differences between this and the beginning of Vayetze. First, here it says, Vayatsev Yaakov Matsevo, Vayatsev Yaakov Matsevo. And there, there was only Shemen. And there in Vayetze, it says, Vayatsev Shemen al Roisha. So I want to focus on that. Why in Vayetze, for now, why in Vayetze is the Shemen al-Rosha and here's the Shemen al-Leha. But it's very clear. Because <coughs> if you look in the beginning of Vayetze, so let's go to the beginning of Vayetze. Right. Both. No, no, no. But in both cases about the Shemen, it's Vayetzeik. No, it's Vayetze. Wait. Vayetzeik, right. And here's also Nesach. There's two differences, right? That there was a Nesach over here also, which could be water or wine. And over there, there was... Um, Shaman, only Shaman, and the other Shaman was Al Shah here, it's Vayitzik Oleha, Oleha. So I would say like this. You look at the beginning of Vayitzik, it's very clear why it says Shaman Al Shah. Because there was a Sulam Mutzav, the Sulam was Mutzav at a station, positioned, and it's Roshah Megiyah Shemaimah. So that's already a Rosh of a Matseva. And then Hashem was Nitzav Olav, and Yaakov took an Evan and he put it Mirashay Sav by his head, and Hashem was Nitzav Olav. So there's the Rosh of Yaakov, there's the Sulam that's Mutzav, and has a Rosh that goes to Shemayim, and then he takes the Evan, he makes it into Matseva, after he had this dream about the Sulam that was Mutzav with the Rosh in Shemayim, and he does something to the Rosh, this Evan that was Mirash Aisav, and he puts Shemen on the Rosh of that Evan. So it all goes together. Why, what? It all fits together. Over here, what do we know about this place? We know what it says in Pasukut Gimel. That Vayal Me'olav Elohim Ba'amokam HaShadi Be'itoi. Nothing about his Rosh, nothing about any Rosh of any Matzeva. So therefore he dedicates that whole Mokim, not just the Rosh of the Matzeva, because there's no significance to any Rosh of, of something in Mutzav over here, or his Rosh. It's Vayal Me'olav Elohim. He's there, and Hashem is Olaf from him. So the Mokim, in that very Mokim where Yaakov was, he now he moves away, puts a matzeva in that makim, mm-hmm. and he's Yitzhak Shemin on the whole matzeva. So the Allah in Pasuk Tezvav, I'm sorry, the Allah in Pasuk Yudalit, is connected the Allah in, in Pasuk Yudgimel, and the, while the, the Shemin al-Rosha in, in, in Vayetze is connected the Evan being Mirash Shosev of Yaakov and the Sulam Zulzavayetz of Rosh Hashemai. Okay, but what does it mean? What does what mean? What is the significance of Rosh there and of, of Allah here? I don't know. We have to figure. We have to, we have to go back there and figure. And and I think we never. I never got that one hundred percent clear. Like what the significance of that Rosh is, but um, 
at least over here, the significance is that it's, 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 it's consecrating this spot. So yeah. this stone is here, because this spot is Kaddish, so it's Yetzik Shevin on the whole so stone. There he seems to be there, consecrating the spot also. No, 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 but there, but there, but there the Matseva is, is also reenacting the Sulam that was Mutzav, and that had a Rosh and Shemayim. So, so there the Matseva is like, it has a Shaykh or something. Simply put, the Matseva over there is at least partially a Zecher, or representing that Sulam that was Mutzav in that spot, and had a rush, it goes up. So he's representing the place and also that... that, that, that uh, right, right, and here he's representing that this is a place for Hashem to speak to him, who was there on the floor, and now there's going to be a matzeva in that spot where he was. Mm-hmm. And that whole spot is, is, is... okay. Now you want to know what is the significance of that? That's the, that's the next question. But that's, but meaning, you know... So the designated spot, but in terms of the pshat, I think that's the, that's so what the case with designated. He's designating the spot because this is the Sulamot of arts. I know he's right. designating the spot. This is the because spot. Because the Mokhash Shibar Itai. Right, exactly, exactly. It's a different kind of designation, different that's kind right. of that is right. revelation about the place. Right, right. Okay, now let's assume that the Nesach was wine, even though that's a question. Why would I assume that? I, I, okay, I'm not sure if I would assume that, but um, looking back to Hesheya Perek that we were just looking at, so he talks about the Geffen Beikik, Hesheya Perek Yud. He talks about this Geffen Beikik, when Klai becomes like a Geffen, as you know the Pasuk can tell him, Geffen so being fruitful is like a Geffen. And when they're like a Geffen, when they have Peris, they make a lot of Mizbechis, and Bamas, and that's a bad thing, and Matzevis, Mizbechis, and Matzevis, and Bamas, and that's a bad thing, when they get a lot of, when they're like a Geffen with Peris. So, so then I would, so then I, Ulai, Ulai, what, what's happening in Hashem is that he's saying, Yaakov puts Nesech and Shemen, so why does he put Nesech of Ya'in, assuming it's Ya'in? Okay, there's something later in that parak, Pasuk Zayin, about Mayim, so it could be it's Nesech, Ya'in, and Mayim, which is Ya'in, and Bazil says, Ya'in, and Bazil, Tagim, and Bazil says it's Ya'in, and Mayim. But at least the Ya'in element is because Yaakov is celebrating that he's, that he's part of a Ravid, he just got a bracha to be like a Gefen. To be Eshtrak Yekefen Peria, Biyakasev Yisefa. So the Mela, and then obviously you can say the Shemen too would be, Menech Keshesi Lezeisim. So the Mela, that's what Yaakov is doing now. Um, Yayin and Shemen, as a Haidah on the Peria of Revia. But, but Teshe is saying that, don't make him as Bech, don't make him a Tzev. Okay. What about the Shemen? Does the Shemen appear in Teshe? If, if, if Teshe is, is is critiquing or working with the, with the Nisoch that Yaakov did, and he's saying, oh, look, he gets so many Paris, he's like a Geffen, and, and look what he does with that, it's a bad thing. So is the Sheben here. So I would say the Sheben is in Pasuk base because here it says, Cholak Libom. Now, Yaakov is Ishcholak. And he is Cholak. And Cholak Libom is a bad thing. Cholak Libom is slippery hearts. Okay? Pasuk says in Mishle, Perikei Pasuk Gimel, Cholok Mishemen, Chiko. Someone with a slippery tongue, it's Cholok Mishemen. And um, also in Tehillim, Perik Nunhei, Pasuk Abbez, similar Pasuk, it says, Cholku Machmo is Piv, the flattery of his mouth is, is slippery, Rakudvar Mishemen. Okay? So perhaps the Cholok Libom is, is working on the Shemen. And if you could have a cup of it, I'll show you. Another riot to this, because look, go right in Pasuk Vav, Perek Yud Pasuk Vav in Hashem, it says, He's bringing gifts to Ashur. La Ashur Yuval, a gift is being brought to Ashur. 
Mincha, a Mincha Lamelech Yarev, to a great king. Now, if you jump to Parakid Beis, Pasuk Beis, there it also says, Ubrisim Asher Yechroisu, Veshemen Lemetzrayim Yuval. So this whole Parakid, up to Pasuk Ches at least, is about these Mitzvahs, and the Matzvahs that Yaakov built in Beisel, Beis Oven, and he says, you're going to end up bringing things to Asher and to the great king, probably Mitzrayim. Meaning, Kaiso is going to go there for help and give them and bribe them. And there, Pekid Beis, Pasuk Beis, talks about the Kozov and the Shoid, and that's um, bringing Shemen to Mitzrayim. What? They did. They did, right, exactly. Right, okay. And we'll see also another reason to say, talk about the Cholak Libo. Okay, why did Yaakov do a Nesach and Shemen? Why not Karbonis? So perhaps, I don't know, I don't know. Perhaps these things, Nesach and Shemen, are what you do on the, on the Matzeva. No, I mean to say a carbon is on, you check the shrit is on the side. Oh. If you want to do something, if you want to do something to the stone, these are doing something to the stone. And then even when you buy the carbon, you do it on, you're not it on it, but here it's like doing it's something to it. It's also not a mezbeach, it's a what? I'm not saved for carbonus. I don't know, is that correct? It seems to be as a, as a, it's just a marker. A marker yeah. So why are you putting Nesach on the Shemadon? Because that's something with the thing. It's, yeah. it's doing yeah, something different. Yeah, that's the thing about that. Right, you you designate saying. a marker or whatever. Apparently. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Meaning, so, you, right, it's not just that a place to serve. It's a place to do something to it. You could do something to this marker, mm-hmm. pouring oil on it. It's not just that he's using it to give oil to Hashem. He's doing something to it. Yeah, like he that's put, the, earlier he put a Matzeva on the cabinet, right? Matzeva is a marker. Later, later. By, uh, later, by later, sorry, later. Exactly. Matzeva is not a place to do things. Okay, Pazik Tezva. Vayiko Yaakov Eshem HaMokam Asher Dibar Ito Yisham. Vayiko Yaakov Eshem HaMokam Asher Dibar Ito Yisham. Yaakov named the place, the shame of the Mokam that he spoke to him there. He named it Elokim Beis El. So this name Elokim Beis El is similar to the name that he gave him, Pazik Zayin, Kel Beis El. Another place where this name occurs is in Shmuel Aleph. Well, there it's almost, it's maybe a little different. Shmuel Aleph Perk Tes Perk Yud. Shmuel Aleph Perakir. This is when Shmuel is telling Shaul what's going to happen to him now that he was anointed to be king. So, let's look over that Perak. Perakir and Shmuel Aleph. Shmuel takes the Pach Shem and he pours it on his Rosh. Okay. And then he tells him, you're going to pass, you're going to see two people next to Kfuras Rachel. I'm going to tell you that they found the Yasinus and that they're worried now about his son. He's worried about his son. Then you're going to go to Eloin Tavar. And here's the passage. It says they're going up to Elikim, her Elikim Basil. So that's the other place where perhaps you have Elikim Basil. One's carrying three goats, one's carrying three loaves of bread, one's carrying a navel of wine. And they're going to give you the two lechems. Okay, and then you're going to see the Levium, etc. Etc. So I, I don't know. I just see over here that we have Kuras Racha, we have an Eloin. And we have Lechem, which later in the parak we have base Lechem. And we have Yayin, and we have Shemin going on the Reish. Where the Gideon and the Asinus fit in, I don't know. And, and obviously, I mean, what, what is this? There's obviously supposed to be some message in this, I assume. Yeah. That they, and then he's that going they give to come bread. And he's going to meet the Nevi'im, and he's going to meet the Nabe Pesachim. Well, that, so you think it's significant, but they're going to meet three people with goats and bread, yeah. and they're going to give you bread. That seems to not be... Right, but it must be some significance there. I'm saying it happens to be that a lot of these things occur in our parish. We'll talk about the lechem a little bit soon. Okay. Again, but the nevuah is also related to the fact, right? right. Oh, very good. Oh, that's what you mean. That's it. You mean they're going, they're yeah. going to the Kimbe sale and he's going to have Nevi'im. But the Nevi'im are not going up there, are they? The Nevi'im are going to the Kimbe sale. The no, people he's going to meet. People meeting, going to the Kimbe sale. Right. They're going to give him lechem. 
And then you're going to go give us a likim. Right. No, then you're going to pass by. Then you go to a city. I don't know what that is. Give us a likim. Well, I don't know what that is mm-hmm. either. Right, okay. Right? And then you're going to meet the Nevim. Mm-hmm. Tzolch has to do with Tzolchach and Pasuk Bez, mm-hmm. I guess. Tzolch Olecha Baruch Hashem. Right. And you mean Tzolchach and... Um, and it's give us a lekim and a lekim is imach. Okay, yeah. Right. So at least there's right. some relationship, although it's not necessarily a mesa. Right. But right. But he's going to meet people going up to lekim beisel, and then he's going to become a navi. Right. Interesting. Okay. Pasuk tezayim. Vayisumi beisel. Vahik oid kivras arutz levayefrasa. Okay. We'll talk about the next part of the pasuk. The next table a little bit. Not going to talk about tonight. Let's talk about the, the first half of the pasuk. So they travel from beisel, and there was a kivras arutz. So kivras arutz apparently means some stretch of land. Okay. Look at my Farshim and get any wiser tonight. So what's the significance here? So so they weren't yet in Ephras, or there was some distance to Ephras. So in Pashvaichi it says specifically Yaakov said Marchal died by Derech, for Ekwarech. So her death was Baderech, as it says, and the burial was Baderech, as it says in Pasakutes. So that's one point, that they're on the Derech, they're in between cities. So the question is, okay, and what would have happened had they not been in between cities? What's the significance of it? Let's say they would have let's say let's ask this question. What if they would have gotten to, to Ephras, which is Beis Lechem, as it says in Pasuk Yudas? What would have happened had they gotten there? So, I think one, one answer, one answer, Ulai, is in Micho, Perik Dalit. Because what happens in our parish is like this. What happens in our parish is that something happens in Beis Lechem, and then something happens in Migdal Eden. Mm-hmm. Next thing happens in Migdal Eden, by Hippishkin Yisua Baratahi. And Micho, in Micho, Perik Dalit, and Perik Hay, both references Migdal Eder and Beis Lechem. And, and talking about our parasha, we went through many, many psukim there. So there, Micha Perikdal, the says, Va'atom Migdal Eder. This is that. And that's after talking about bringing back the limping one and Hashem being the king. Okay, and that's talking about kings. And then Perikhei, it says, Va'atom Perikhei Pazikal. Va'atom Beis Lechem Ephrasa. And now you Beis Lechem of Ephras, which is Ephras. Tzoyer Liyos Ba'alfe Yehuda. The smallest among the thousands of Yehuda, Mimcha Liyetze, from you is going to go out to Milius Moshe Bishal. So the Moshe Bishal comes from Beis Lechem Ephrasa. So we have Vata Migdal Eder, Beis Lechem Ephrasa, and this is going on the Yaakov story. And the next passage talks about the Yeleda, who has to have a baby, or wait till the Yeleda has a baby. State in Micha is that the Moshe Bishal comes from Beis Lechem. The Moshe from Bishal comes from Beis Lechem. Now, Beis Lechem Meshel Yehuda. Okay, so. And that's where David's from. Right, David's from there, exactly. Now, now... Not Binyamin. Right, as we know, as we know, as we discussed in Parashas Vayetze, the, 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 the ultimate question between Rachel and Leia is who can make kings? So therefore Shaul was good-looking and everyone likes him as a king, supposedly thinks, thinks he'd be a great king. The contrast between in the Leirakis and Tol, at least, right? The contrast between in the Leirakis and Rachel is that the Enayim... Are like the expression goes, the window to the soul, and that's more than Tanakh. So the Einayim are how you can see the lave. So if any Leia are rakis, that means that Rach, that Leia has a Reich Levav. The three people in Tanakh described as having a Reich Levav are David, Shlomo, and Rechavim. So that means the question over here is where can Yaakov get his uh, kingdom, his, his nation of kings or, or kings? Why is he looking for kings? That's not the point, not the point now. But Question is who we can get as a king, and it's natural to think you want to have a king, you want to make a king. Well, you should have a good-looking king. That's that, that's the very reasonable assumption there. So that's why Yaakov goes for the no. Okay, that's why Rachel goes. Yaakov goes to the Yifas Teirfas Bara, while really you need a Reich Leifov. Okay, and that's that's the the what's what's happening there. What? what was 
What's the Havamina? Well, Shmuel said, when he saw Aliyah, Neged Hashem Meshichai, right? That's the point. And Hashem said, Al Tabet Al Goyot, it's Kamarei, Ula Kamasa Kim Astiv. So, Akapan, we see that Shmuel, and then Hashem said, Kilo Yashem Yerahadam, Kiyashem Yerahadam Yerle Naim Hashem Yerle Aleyvuf. Right? The heart. The heart says that he was a Fei Naim. So that's you can see his heart. What? We spoke about that, then I don't remember. It also says that he was Right, I don't remember the point. I remember we said that. Shit, no, because it says, Hadam Yer Lai Naim. Hadam Yer La Levav. So what does that mean? It means Hashem sees the eyes. People see the eyes and Hashem sees the heart. Right? That's what it's saying. What it's saying is Hashem knows how to see the heart through the eyes. Okay, why couldn't Shmuel see that? Why couldn't Shmuel see that? I don't remember exactly. Okay. I don't remember. That. I don't remember. We spoke about it. Doesn't that. Say, but, but that was born out. It's close. It's close. So that's the contrast in Vayetze. Who can be? Who can be? Um, who's going to produce kings? The Feitayefei Mara or the Reich Einai? Right. So here we have. Okay. Finally, there's a question. Who's who's going to get the kings? Yaakov was just told Malachim Echalat Zecher Yitzeu. The Ma'aseh Rochel has to die, and we spoke about this because it's really, really, there shouldn't be children. To Yaakov, and Alpha Pikei is going to be snatched from the jaws of death. So Malachim shouldn't come from Rochel, but they will, despite that. Had, I submit now, that had Rachel got to Beis Lechem, that would have meant that then she would have the kings, in the lasting kings, meaning the lasting dynasty of Malachim comes from the Beis Lechem. Rachel, Yaakov was just promised kings, but alas and alack, they didn't make it to Beis Lechem, which is where the king has to come from, yeah, which what? is the simon that the king that's now being born from her is not going to be the ultimate king, and she has to die, and she dies, because meaning, if she dies, that means she's not the right out of the two of them, Rachel and Leah, one of them is dying now. I think we discussed that. We that, but I think we discussed that. One of them has to die now. We are attached as well. And right, the, the Benazir says that I think. Yeah, Benazir also, right? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Ramavashos says. And anyway, so so now the question is, which one is going to be the Iker? So Rachel's dying before she gets to Beis Lechem. That means that the Malachim, even though she's promised Malachim, it's not going to be that king that comes from Beis Lechem, which is the king. Okay. Now, I have a riot to this. A riot, a very interesting riot. This is the simon. It's not, it's not that, oh, alas, it didn't happen. It's, this is, no, 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 no. The point is, oh, they didn't get to Beis Lechem. Beis Lechem is the place where the king has to, has to come from. Okay, so I have a, I have a riot to this Mishle Perik Zayin, the end of Perik Chof Zayin. These Prakim and Mishle, we, we used to have a lot of Sukkim there, and then I guess it ran its course. I remember this was in Vayetze, running away from Esau. And then dealing with Lavan, and then coming back, a lot of things too, in the beginning, in, in the beginning of Vayishlach. It seems to stop, stopping Vayishlach. So at the end of Perek Chav Zayin in Vayetze. So let's see what I can remember here, just to refresh you, um, some of the Tushtels. So Perek Chav Zayin, Pasuk Yud Chav Gimel will start from. And I'm, I'm missing some of, the, some of the things, I don't remember all of them, and I didn't have time to pull them up. Yodaya Teda Pnei Tzaynecha Shislib that's referring to it says in Pasha Vayetze that Vayoshes Vayitin Pnei Hatsoin Yaakov took the Pnei Hatsoin in a certain way Vayoshes Loi Adoram Levadei Veloi Shosom Altsoin Lovam Okay And he had to know Pnei Tsoin Necha I don't remember that Kiloi Lom Choyzeb Nei Zal Devedor Golo Chatsu Nei Zal Devedor Kwasam Vil Bushech Mechisar Atut Okay so that pasuk was referring to Yaakov. I don't remember the. I don't remember the riot. I don't remember the riot. How that pasukim. I remember all the riots and what the references were in these particular pasukim. There were many, many before, and many, many after. 
the Pasuk of Zion says, V'day Chalev, right, it was something like this, we realize that his wealth is not going to carry over. That's the Pasuk saying. Know that your wealth is not necessarily going to carry over. Yaakov should know that he's not going to carry his wealth to the next generation because it was he lost the wealth. He had to give it as a, as a milk to Esau. Fine. If you would only know that, Pasuk of Zion, if Yaakov would only know that, V'day Chalev Izim L'Lachemcha, you would have enough milk of Izim to, for, your, for your meals. L'Lechem Be'Secha V'chaim L'Na'Aresecha. So we spoke in this Pasuk that Chayim L'Na'aresecha means Rachel wouldn't have died. His girls would have lived. I'll have to, uh, if what? To, if he didn't want if, to... Had he, had he dealt properly with Lavan. Yeah. So he wouldn't have been going to leave Lavan and Rachel wouldn't have been going to the Trafen. Had he only understood what was going on with Lavan. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it up if you want to remember exactly mm-hmm. how it worked out. So, but the point is here it says you can have enough milk from Izim for Lechem Be'Secha. <coughs> ah, lechem beisechem is beis lechem, and if you only get to beis lechem, you'd have chayim for the nairus, and you have enough milk. So that's devoured the next to die, and the nairus, his wife died, Rachel. So if you only get to beis lechem in the right way, Yaakov has to get to beis lechem to finally get the king that he's looking for when he first got married, when he chose between Rachel and Leah. But here he's he's almost getting to beis lechem, and devoured dies, and Rachel dies, and that means that uh, he doesn't have he doesn't have what he needs. Okay. Because he chose well, the wrong one, or because <laughs> this is already you're back to that, you know. Well, that, we don't know the answer. Yeah, we still know the answer. We don't, we don't. Okay, one more thing. I want to say another thing. You could say you could look at the puzzle like this. It's not that you have to get to base lechem. It's that you have to get away from basel. Basel is a dangerous place. Basel turns into base oven. Okay, basel turns into base oven, and we spoke that binyamin is called ben oini, oven. So that means that he's not out of basel. Look at it that way. It's not that they have to get the base lechem. So there's base ale and there's base lechem. So it's not that they have to get the base lechem. So you have to get out of base ale, which is going to be base oven, <coughs> which is going to turn into ben oini. And therefore the Pasuk says in Hoshea, Perektes, Pasuk Dalet, the Pasuk says, Lachemehem, Lechem oinim lohem. Without going into the context there. Altismach Yisrael, Leyeshu Beretz Hashem, Veshov Ephraim Mitzrayim, Ubaasher Tomei Yechilu. So the Pasuk of Hoshea Perektes. Lo yeshvu pasukimol. Lo yeshvu beretz mitzrayim beretz Hashem. They're not going to be yeshvu beretz Hashem. They're going to go back to mitzrayim and to Asher. That's like those other pesukim about the shemen bringing to mitzrayim and Asher. Lo yisku l'Hashem yayin v'lo yervu lo the yayin. They can't pour wine to Hashem, and it's not sweet to him. Remember, Yaakov did not was was told v'shev shem, and he didn't he didn't end up being living in Basel because he couldn't discover it. So Hashem is saying lo yeshvu beretz Hashem lo yisku l'Hashem yayin v'lo yervu lo zivcheim kelechem oinim lahem. The bread. The tzvachim are like lechem oinim. Why is it like lechem oinim? Because instead of having base ale, instead of having base lechem, he he's still attached to base oven, and um, which is also could be oin or oven rather in the context of of oin. What Hashem is using over there is mean to mean aninos. So therefore, the lechem of base lechem, instead of being pure lechem, it's lechem oinim. If we read it like that, then we could say that Yaakov calls him Binyamin, while she calls him Ben Oini. <coughs> so Rashi's Binyamin means the south. So by Avram, Avram had his thing in Basil, and then it says, Vayisa Avram Hanegba. And Yaakov is trying to get away from Basil here, because Basil is a base oven, and that's why Rachel says Bas Oini, and he says, No, we got Hanegba, we're out of Basil, and therefore he calls him Binyamin. I mean, that's why we respond to that, because Avram left the main Basil that I went Hanegba, and Yaakov is also doing Okay, um, one second. Okay, we'll leave it at that. What? For her, it was like a Because she's like. Because she? She's like anyway. 
Because she, she stayed there. Right. Because she stayed there. But he's yeah. still on his way, so he yeah. could, he could yeah. change it to you. Yeah. Right. He's still traveling. Could be. Right. But there's the point here. So 